Welcome to Disruption Blueprint with Shannon Spotswood from RFG Advisory. In this podcast, we help advisors grow their net worth, build their businesses, and maximize their independence. We've built an award-winning platform with innovative technology, comprehensive service, and a team of individuals who are experts in their field to serve advisors. Join us for this journey where we explore everything that has to do with running an independent advisor practice as we bring together successful advisors, industry experts, and innovative minds who are on the bleeding edge to challenge the status quo, foster new ideas, and create a path for advisors to unleash their growth potential. Now, on to the show. Disruption Blueprint was previously known as War Room Huddle. Please continue to enjoy this content as you build your practice for the future. Welcome to War Room Huddle. I am so excited about this conversation. It's one that we've been planning and thinking about for a long time. So in the studio today is financial advisor Chris Sapola. She is a co-conspirator and creator of Stronger Money. She is a mother, she is an advisor, and she is immensely talented. So this is going to be a lot of fun today. Welcome, Thank Chris. Thank you so much, Shannon. Thanks for having me. Uh, gosh, there's so much we could get into, and we're going to just jump right into it. I want to start with the journey. So I'd love for you to tell us about your journey and how you got started in this business as a financial advisor. Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I grew up in a family that didn't really come from much. And um, after 30 years of marriage, my parents actually ended up getting divorced, mostly because of fighting over financial issues. And um, so something had just been kind of ingrained in me to to believe that there was something more out there. Like there, there, there had to, there wasn't, you know, what was the magic formula to not having to fight with a loved one about money? It's the know? worst. And I wanted, I, I just, uh, so I came to a point after college where I decided for myself, um, I need to learn as much as I can about this, you know, how to save, how does debt work, uh, how to balance a checkbook. I mean, we're talking really basic stuff, right? And then from there, how do, um, how do I just uh, have a different path for myself? And that leads to investing, of course. So as I started digging into it, as it, it in the basics of banking, and then that led to, you know, investing, like I just couldn't get enough, en- just enough knowledge on it. And, and I learned that education truly was um, key to changing your own trajectory. You know, just because Mm -hmm. I grew up in a certain set of circumstances didn't mean that my children had to have that same set of circumstances. And the only way to change that was through education. And um, I I loved it so much that I ended up getting into the business. uh, That So tell us a little bit more about that. Like, what was your first entry as an advisor? So I ended up, um, I had a couple you know, door-to-door sales jobs right out of college. And that led to... School uh, of hard knocks. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so that led to my first banking job. Um, and it was, you know, it was a sales job in a, in a big corporate bank. Um, so from there is where I really started getting a lot of great information about money, lending, investing, and that is what kind of branched me uh, to making a lot of connections in the investment space. And I had a lot of folks reach out to me about uh, being in that world. And uh, long story short, uh, a family friend who had a solo practice in Iowa said, hey, if you're really serious about this business, 
I'm a solo practitioner who's in his 50s. I need a succession plan. Let me get you licensed. Come on board and, you know, let's see what we can do together. And that's that's how it happened. You know, I moved from St. Louis to Iowa back in 2006. Wow. <laughs> and then you went on and piled up the credentials. Yes, I did. Um, I mean, obviously you had to get the seven series 63, series 65. Um, and in my time in Iowa, I learned that I loved this business, but more so I wanted to get into the planning component mm -hmm. of this business. And that particular advisor that I partnered with, um, he didn't focus on the financial planning, but as I got to studying, uh, I, I, I learned that that was more the route I wanted to take. Um, so after the, the basic licenses and deciding that that was the route I wanted to pursue, um, that was when I looked to move back to St. Louis and uh, partner with an advisor that did have some planning background, planning experience. Uh, and then I studied for my certified financial planner designation and took that exam in 2009. So it wasn't too long after, you know, breaking ground in the business. <laughs> and I remember you telling me a great story about the completion of your CFP and a major milestone in your life. Didn't you have your first baby? Like So I had, so I took that exam in November of 09. I was married in May of 2010. And then a year later had my first son. And I had this goal of, you know, I was, I was pretty diligent about making sure I, I studied the required amount of hours for the self-paced exam. So I just knew I didn't want to do that after becoming a mother. Um, so that was super intentional to get that done before I started a family. And I mean, it's, you're walking the walk, right? This very intentional, um, planning of your own career to really yes. reach the milestones that you set for yourself and the goals that you set for yourself, which, you know, today, obviously you're affiliated with RFG advisory and, and we are so grateful for your partnership but as you as you went on that journey, as you thought about the longer term trajectory of your career, what really led you to make a decision to join us? Right. Well, um, a lot of that has to do with being a mother. I have two sons and um, there's, you know, work life balance is super important. Uh, being independent really helps. Um helps with that work-life balance in the sense of, you know, I want to be able to set my own schedule and I work very hard when I, when I work, but I set my own hours and that might mean I can, you know, go home at noon or three o'clock on certain days to make the kids class parties, for example, or, you know, uh, their birthdays, whatever it is. But if I have to make up for it, you know, um, any time that I can. So the beauty of independence is being able to set your own schedule. The beauty of RFG is that the technology is there to just make it that much more efficient. Um, you know, the amount of work that I can get done in half the time, for example, yeah. because it's, you know, click and go with performance reporting or whatever it may be. And when I was looking for my forever firm, um, it was that efficiency, like that technology was, was what I needed to put it all together to really be able to balance, you know, that home life and, and running a business at the same time. And I think you've been really intentional and it's something you and I talk a lot about in terms of reinvesting in yourself, mm -hmm. reinvesting in this dream of building a business. 
as women, we tend to believe like the right path is to just load it all up on our own shoulders and just we'll get it done. I'll just take care of it. I'll just get it done. Yes. And I am really guilty of this. Um, You know, when I, even when I first started with RFG the first year I I did, I took it on all myself. I, I transitioned my entire book of business with very little support. Uh, Definitely didn't have a full-time admin at all. And it's because I, it's, it's part of feeling in control Mm -hmm. as I know that I can do it. I know how, and I do it well. You know, it'll be perfect. Yeah. It's just, it falls back on me if there's any mistakes, right? Right. Um, and that I, I have to give a lot of credit to RFG and you in particular for just kind of helping me see outside myself and see the bigger picture and, and understanding, um, you know, what my value is yeah. to my business and my value add isn't paperwork right. <laughs> and, you know, crossing T's and dotting I's and making sure, you know, everything's in good order. My value add is taking care of my clients. Are you an advisor looking to make the move to independence? RFG Advisory is an innovator in the wealth management industry with a winning culture and a fully integrated tech platform designed to help advisors take their practice to the next level. Let us get to know you at rfgadvisory.com. It, it, is, uh, it is so interesting because one of the things that makes our industry incredibly appealing to women is that it gives you this opportunity to, to generate a meaningful amount of income to really provide financial security for your family. There is embedded flexibility if you have the right partners, if you have the right technology, if you're investing back into your business to be able to, to be a mother and to be a successful professional I, I think we all have finally come to the conclusion that what we were fed as children, that you can have it all and there is this ability for work-life balance is just a fallacy. Like you, yes, you can have a career. Yes, you can have a, a, a great marriage and children and all the rest of it, but life goes in these, you know, ebbs and flows and you're not always in a perfect state of balance. So I've always believed that our industry is so attractive to women mm-hmm. and yet we've done such a poor job actually encouraging women to become financial advisors. Right now, you know, the numbers will fluctuate a bit, but most statistics that you see will say 14% of financial advisors are women and yet more than 51% of wealth is controlled by women. You know these stats like off the back of your, you know. It blows my mind. Every time I hear it, I have have chills as we're even talking about it because, um, I mean, it's still something that's hard to to understand as a female advisor. I don't know why there are more females in this business. Um, This business is perfect for females because uh, for all the reasons I mentioned earlier, I could, I'm at the class parties. I'm very involved with my children, yet very successful. Um, and I, I control the level of success I want by how much time I want to put into it and how much, uh, help I want to take on. And I, I, I wish I understood why more women, um, didn't partake in this business. We're very good at it. The studies show we're in some cases better at this business. Uh, no offense to any of the males out there, but we're very good at this. And I, I think it's, um, and maybe it's because of the percentages, you know, maybe because only 14% of women are advisors, there just aren't enough people 
talking about all right. the benefits of it. It could just be the numbers game. Um, and that's, that's, you know, you and I, that's part of our job is not just to take care of our families and our clients. It's, it's to get Absolutely. the word out there for our, for our peers, right? We're not women as women. We're not in competition with one another. We don't need to be. There's a, there's enough clients out there. There's enough assets out there. Um, and there are not enough advisors out there. Full stop, especially with this massive generational wealth transfer that is really having and will continue to have a disruptive influence on the industry overall, which which brings us to a subject that I know is near and dear to your heart, which is your client experience and being very intentional about how you're building relationships and what that client experience looks like. So talk to us about your goals as an advisor like you're very successful today, but you have big dreams of what your practice right. is going to look like in the future. What does that? What does success look like to you? You know, I as you, and you know this. I and I say this all the time. My clients are like family to me. Um, I I want to be there for them, not just for investments. And we talk about the phrase you know, life coach, um, because when you're when you're stressed in other areas of your life, stressed in money, like it's all intertwined anymore. And I think, I think the industry is doing a good job in understanding that the, the, the road or the path right now is more of a, a life coaching path. And that's exactly where I want to take it. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I just love helping people. And if someone's going to call me and, and ask about, you know, how to make sure they can get their kid to college or they inherited money or there was some life event, that's great. But when the clients are also calling me to say, hey, I, you know, you're a working mom and how are you handling virtual school with the first and fourth grader yeah. while running the business? That's where that's where you're having such a it's a different kind of relationship. It's not just dollars and percentages anymore. That is like you're, somebody confides in you for for life, right? life uh, challenges, you know, um, struggling in a relationship or. Um, nutrition, exercise, like how do you fit it all in? Again, back to work-life work yeah. balance. So that's when I look at, you know, my goals for the future, it's I want those kinds of relationships with as many people as I could manage. It's one of the things that makes me most excited about this industry because the the role of financial advisor is changing. Mm -hmm. Expectations of what clients want out of that relationship. And it is becoming a life coach. Mm -hmm. This is your financial life. Money's emotional. Money, it's so much more than, than just managing. So I, I, I couldn't agree more. I want to switch gears and talk about stronger money. Okay. Uh, this is our baby. Is this is our baby. Uh, and I want to share a story about overcoming fear. Uh, so, you know, a couple of years ago, Chris and I had this idea about creating an educational platform for women with this notion that through education, through knowledge comes empowerment. And our, our tagline is we want to teach women how to, uh, to live financially fearless, this notion of like, be fearless. I just, I love yes. that. It's contagious. And, and, you know, like so many ideas, you just start brainstorming and you put it out there. And I said to her, you know, we're going to have an educational event and you're going to stand up in front of everybody and we're not going to sell anything. We're just going to 
share our knowledge. We're just going to start talking. We started with, we want to create a jargon-free zone. We want to create a jargon-free glossary. It's one of my biggest pet peeves in this industry is we hide behind all our acronyms and our fancy finance speak and everybody nods politely and no one has a clue what you're talking about. So we developed this, this notion around hosting this event you put together this fantastic guest list. We pick the perfect venue. We think we've got every detail like just buttoned up tight. And then literally everything that could go wrong went wrong. That's right. Everything. <laughs> the lighting was terrible. The food was terrible. We ran out of power. We No one at the event could hear right. anything. You were a nervous wreck. You'd That's never right. done any public speaking before at all. I had just like dropped you into the deep end of the pool on that. And yet we looked around at that event and an hour and a half into it, women were crowded around you using their cell phones, the flashlight on their cell phones to shine enough light on their notepads, writing, furiously writing down questions. And that's when it hit that the need is real, you know, and it doesn't matter. And I, I talk about this. We talk about this in the Stronger Money website. It doesn't matter what your background is and how much you have, how little you have. Women not only need the information, they want the information. Um, and it was in that moment when everything <laughs> could and did go wrong that that was the, the shining light after it all was, hey, this is this is something special here. And we have to keep doing this. So we just have to. Um too, too many women need it. Too many people need it. Too many people. So how has Stronger Money impacted you as an advisor in your practice? Well, uh, in a, quite a few different ways. From a personal growth standpoint, um, again, I have to thank you and RFG because uh, you're really good at, at helping me get out of my comfort zone. <laughs> And, and that's such a kind way to say it. You're really good at it. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you give me just the amount of nudge that I need. Um, and, and it works, right? Uh, I just said to you, I think earlier today, in, in light of the pandemic, uh, at least where I'm at in St. Louis, uh, we can't have events right now. Uh, in, in person dining is, is shut down. And I said, I can't believe how much I miss hosting events. So to go from somebody who had never done public speaking <laughs> to, holy cow, I can't wait until I could, you know, do this again. Uh, from a personal growth standpoint, that's been huge. Um, from a business standpoint, to have a firm that is so devoted to helping you achieve your business growth plans, you know, to come and support you from, from a marketing standpoint, to back you up you know, back up your ideas and, and not just with words, you know, like to walk the walk is, is just something I've been with a few firms. No one's doing that, you know, to provide, you know, providing the tools that I need to get the message out and bring people to these events. Um, I, I can't say enough. It's, it's been huge for my practice. It, it, we're helping a ton of people. Yeah. And you're having such an impact on your clients. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. It's a ton of fun. And I just, I can't thank the partnership with RFG and, you know, and Stronger Money enough. Well, this is our baby, right? We're going to, we're going to keep. Yes. It's an infant. It has so, there's so much room to be able to help women. And I hope also attract 
talent into our industry, help advisors, yes. help, uh, you know, and, and really women at every life stage. Mm -hmm. You know, there certainly is a need, like a very pressing need when you're in transition, mm -hmm. death, divorce, inheritance, you know, something that upset a job loss. There is a, a really an acute need there for, for, for advice. And I think that women in particular need a safe space. Right to be able to allow for the emotion mm -hmm. associated with each one of those and the recognition that we have to be proactive and we need to be armed with knowledge, but it's okay to be vulnerable. Right. It's not, you know, this is not something that you feel like you have to solve for yourself. Right. I think, I think another beauty of stronger money is that as we mentioned before, most advisors are male and they recognize that, their um, their female client base wants more as well, and I, I I really love that Strong Her Money allows the male advisor uh, tools to help their female clients and prospects. You know, so and we've seen that how yeah. many of our male advisors they'll you know ask me for feedback on how to how to utilize the platform, um, and they've they've embraced it. It's one of those where they know they that women need help, but they don't know how to help women. Right. And, uh, so it's so, it's so great to see, um, you know, not just women embrace it. It's been amazing. Yeah. It's, and, and that was, you know, part of our initial idea behind this was the stats state that the majority of women who go through a life transition fire their male advisor. Right. Like, so the, the data was there and we were hearing back from our advisors, well, I want to, I want to do more. I don't want that yeah. to happen. I love my female clients. I want them to feel right. like they're included. They, they're included. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that has been such yes. a fun part yeah. of um, of this journey. Yes, and I, I think agree. it's, you know, it's a transformational impact. It's not going to mm -hmm. change overnight, but there's so much where stronger money and the life coaching and financial life all start so to coming together. come together, yes, come together. Yes. So you've recently been through a big life change. You um, are the mother of two very cute, very <laughs> active boys and have recently navigated a, a divorce. Yes. So now you are a really a walking example of living uh, yes. life in transition. Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> how do you think that's going to change how you serve clients going forward? You know, um, I think whenever you go through any kind of uh, major life event, you know, that just the experience of it in and of itself, um, it just, it, it helps you um, connect on a different level because you, you've been there, you understand it. You more. have the empathy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could always talk to divorce clients from a financial perspective, but, you know, I, I certainly understand that. Um, even in the easiest of situations or when it's the right thing to do, it's not easy. You know, there's a lot to be considered. Um, so yeah, I think empathy is probably the biggest, uh, you know, one of the, the biggest impacts that it will have on me going forward, working with other women that experience the same. Yeah. 
It is, um, you know, one of the things that we've talked about in, in prior war room huddle conversations is love. And love, you know, is not a word that's often used in finance. I mean, certainly, you know, I've been at this a long time and it's like check love at the door. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all business here and we're not talking about love and we're not talking about vulnerability and we're not talking about what we're afraid of. Right, right. And... And that's why I wanted to ask that question, because I think another part of attracting women to this industry, another part of this mm -hmm. transition to financial life coach is opening up as an advisor mm -hmm. to being human and right. really connecting on a very personal level right. with whether, clients. Whether that's, you know, the unexpected diagnosis of a loved one or death of a loved one or divorce or uh, just any major life changing event, it's... It's the ability to have those conversations with clients um, that, like you said, it, it makes the dialogue different, the, the relationships different. And, um, and I think, how can somebody open up to you about their deepest fears in life if, if you can't have that conversation, right. you know? If and, they don't know you. Exactly. And how could I come up with a plan to address those fears or those concerns if I don't know what they are? Right. Right. Well, you know, the the I think the thread that knits RFG together, whether it's the advisors to each other, advisors to RFG, our team, is this notion of a servant heart. Mm -hmm. And you embody that to the core. Oh, thank you so much. Jenna. Thank you so much for being this with us so today. Fun. You're the best. You're the best. Thank you for listening to the Disruption Blueprint Podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.rfgadvisory.com or schedule a call on our advisor resources page. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific training strategy. Information here may be provided in part by third-party sources. These sources are generally deemed to be reliable. However, neither our guest nor RFG advisory guarantee the accuracy of third-party sources. The views expressed here are those of our guest. They do not necessarily represent those of RFG advisory, its employees, or its clients. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, LLC, RFG Advisory or RFG, a registered investment advisor. Private client services and RFG advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG advisory unless a client agreement is in place. RFG advisory is an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of RFG by the Commission nor does it indicate that RFG or any associated investment advisory representative has attained a particular level of skill or ability.